Welcome to B-Man's Rad Dude Cats, baby. Uh, it's just me, again, solo, by myself. Uh, I am back in New York City uh, after uh, 3,000 plus miles driving on the road to bring comedy to this great country of ours. Uh, some great fans came out and saw me. It was fun. I am back. Unfortunately, Anthony and Greg are now gone. So uh, there's going to be, two. I think, two more weeks of episodes with guests. And then uh, in three weeks, I'll be better. One more week next week of episodes with guests. And then uh, it's the three amigos back again the way you like it. Uh, un- Filtered, raw, uh, Infowars, Alex Jones. Uh, that guy, I was looking stuff up about that guy yesterday. He's the best because every time he gets sued uh, for, uh, you know, like he got sued by the victims of victims' families of the Sandy Hook massacre because he claims uh, no one died and that was fake. And so it just every time he gets sued instead of a settlement. Uh, he just apologizes and says he was lying. And they're like, okay. And then he just does that uh, 50 times. So, well, I think he had to pay some money to the Sandy Hook. But a lot of times the the uh, the settlement is he just has to say he made it up. Uh, and he does. So he's a crazy person. Uh, I'm interested. I like to look. I like to Wikipedia crazy people. Uh, I guess being a crazy person in a different way myself. But I'm back. I uh, did a ton of shows. I was in Cleveland. I was in St. Louis. I was in uh, Wichita. I was in Tulsa. Uh, had a blast. Um, man, I-, I love the road. I'm a little worn down. I was in Tulsa, and I was like, man, maybe I should just stay here. Stay in the middle, you know, uh, with this coronavirus, COVID-19 as everyone calls it now, uh, it switched overnight, coronavirus to pedestrian, we're all now doctors and scientists, and we call it COVID-19, I was on board back when it was COVID-3, I had COVID-3, okay, no problems for me, but now uh, this COVID-19 is attacking the coast, I'm in Tulsa, I said, maybe I'll stay here for a while, wait it out, you know what I mean? Then next thing I know, they got a case in Tulsa. So I go, well, this thing's going to be everywhere. So I came home. I saw, I heard uh, the greatest thing, I'm not making this up, in a restroom, a uh, rest stop. Uh, I don't know. It might have been West Virginia. It might have been Pennsylvania. I'm driving back. and Because uh, that's the thing, the level where I'm at. I'm headlining, but I'm still like making the amount of money where... If I fly, like I got to string together these gigs because if I fly and rent a car, it's going to, it's not going to be enough money. So I got to, I'm just driving like a fucking idiot 20 hours across the country. Um, But uh, I'm in a rest stop and I'm in the men's room and this old janitor, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was something like, he was kind of talking to himself, kind of talking to this guy next to him and he goes... I I pretty much never have to refill the soaps in the men's room till now. <laughs> it's like just a sad commentary on men not washing their hands after they use the bathroom. But I'll be honest, as long as I don't like touch stuff in the bathroom too much, 
if I piss, I don't wash my hands a lot of the times because like my dick is clean, pee is sterile. It's more the stuff in the bathroom I'm concerned about. You shit, you gotta wash your hands. That's a known fact. Uh, if you see a guy come out of a shit and he doesn't wash his hands, that's a that's a guy. He'll he'll he he would rob a Seven Eleven. You know what I mean? That's a guy. He's living on the outskirts of society. You gotta look out for that. Uh, but yeah, that's sad that pretty much this guy had never once, uh, refilled the soaps, uh, never had to until a virus came along where the, uh, number one protective measure is hand washing, which we all should have been doing, uh, the whole time. But, uh, Tulsa was really fun. I was at the Looney Bin there in Tulsa and, uh... Basically, uh, Saturday was crazy. Um, I, I put up a Facebook ad and we essentially sold out like two shows Saturday night. Not quite, but pretty packed. And then three servers called in sick. Uh, so it was just one server who had started on Wednesday. A trainee server. They moved the... Uh, the bartender was out also. So they moved the bar back to bartender. Uh, so it was just two packed houses of people angry that they couldn't get drinks. But they ended up loving it. I thank them for their patience. We put on a great show. It was fun. I feel bad for the club. They probably didn't make as much money as they would have liked, obviously, because they make their money on drinks. Uh, but uh, it was a blast. On one of the shows, um, it was crazy. Uh a guy just yelled out and he goes do he goes do the do the cocaine coat story joke and i know that story but it's not a joke that's not on my album that's i've never done that as a joke and i go what are you talking about he goes you know the story about the cocaine and the coat i go how do you know that story, I don't think that's anywhere. I may, I may have told it on the Rad Dude Cast. He wasn't a Rad Dude Cast fan. He said he saw a video of it. I think he must have seen it on uh, Andrew Collins' uh, podcast, Puddles, because he said he saw a video, and that's a video. They do videos of that. And so I'm like, oh, okay, man, but, you know, it's not funny. Like, it's not, it's not going to be that great. And he's like, do it. I love it. And at this point, the rest of the audience wants to know the story. Uh, so now I got to tell this story about how I got sold fake cocaine uh, and saw the dealer beat him up, stole his coat, and then later on saw the actual dealer. Uh, so I just beat up the wrong guy. Uh, and... I kind of made it funny, but clearly the audience's view of me had changed, and I had to be like, "I'm not. I'm not this was 17 years ago. I'm not like that anymore." Uh, but so that was interesting. Yeah, I guess it's a good sign when you have fans coming out that know uh, uh, obscure uh, stories about you. Uh, so that was. Oh, I'm on. I'm also. I'm on a juice fast. Today, day one of a juice fast. I'm going to see how long I can go with only uh, drinking juice 
Would someone please uh, message me at Airbud, E-Y-R-E-B-U-D on Instagram or Twitter if uh, there are any health dangers associated with just drinking juice for as long as I can because I feel fucking fat. Uh, and it's got, I, was, I always get a little depressed when I come back off the road, I think because I feel unproductive all of a sudden. So someone met, is mess, so, so, so I feel fat. I feel gross. So... Uh, I am on a juice cleanse. Someone mess message me about how long I can go with this till uh, I die. Uh, that would be helpful. Uh, I'd appreciate that because I the road's hard. You eat like shit. You try and eat good, but then the problem is I don't really like to eat before shows. Like I don't like to eat before I do shows. Um, and then say it's like say you, it, it's Friday or Saturday and you have two shows. You know, you're you're seven thirty uh, or eight and ten. You're not out of there till twelve thirty. One, it's like, well, what what uh, what's open then? What can I eat? Like, cause I'm not, I don't prep the way I should. It's like I could get a salad earlier the day and put it in a fridge. Instead, it's like, well, it's now it's between Taco Bell and uh, Sonic. Like even the even the healthier have have. Fast food places are closed by that time. You're down to like the worst ones where it's like you could go to uh, uh, Ben's Fat Titty Shack or or uh, Taco Bell. Those are your choices. And I can never go to Taco Bell without getting too much stuff. Like I just like three tacos doesn't fucking do it for me. Now, let's get on to the episode uh with jimmy twos baby first of all i'm going twos is the best let me give you some background on jim twos uh i so when jim and i i i didn't listen to the last 10 minutes of the podcast because i had to get this recorded and up so if they mentioned this in the last 10 minutes forgive me i doubt they did because they don't fucking talk about me when i'm not there uh but uh, uh, Jim, uh, and I, I started in Cleveland, my first, so I took like a comedy class at the Cleveland Improv, and they have like a show you do at the end of it that's essentially like a bringer show, and that was my first show, but my second time ever doing comedy was at Jim Tooze's open mic at a place called Bella Dubby on Cleveland's west side. And because Jim, although Jim's from Allentown, Jim Jim is kind of a Cleveland comic because I think when he was discharged uh, from the Coast Guard, um, he, he was discharged in Cleveland and kind of settled there. And uh, so I started comedy uh, at Bella Dubby, which was Jim's open mic. And that was kind of like my first ex- Jim was like my first experience <clears throat> to real comics, you know, because Jim at the time had already been featuring and he was on the road and stuff. And so Jim was like and, and I moved to New York very early on in my comedy career. But Jim was like kind of the first and me and Jim moved around the same time. But he was kind of like the first guy where I was like, oh, that's a fucking real comic, you know. Uh, so I love twos to death he's just the nicest fucking guy uh he's the best i loved uh hearing him on the podcast um that was great uh now a couple issues there will be a lawsuit 
coming your way, Dan Harumi, uh, using my voice without express written consent on your soundboard. I don't know who told you to do that, but now we got people at home all juiced up thinking I'm back, and it's your goddamn soundboard. You're just mixing in me introducing myself. And uh, you can expect to hear from my lawyer, who is Greg, uh, who loves you. So this might not go well. I also love you. But still, what the fuck is that? I tune in, all of a sudden I hear myself, and I go, oh, maybe I was there for this. This is great. No, I wasn't. I wasn't there for that. You got my hopes up that I was there, and I forgot, and I wasn't there for that. Second of all, this uh, tweaky voice, that you're arguing for 10 minutes about what tweaky means. Tweaky means you're on fucking meth, Anthony. Doesn't mean you sound like a bird. That'd be Tweety. Tweaky is methy. Okay? You, and you do kind of have that type of voice, too. A bit. Not really. That's more of a... They, they get hoarse because they burn their... Uh, they burn their throats. That shit gets... They, same with crack guys. They get real hot. The pipes get real hot. They get the... And then they get meth mouth and their teeth all uh, rot out. Now, uh, but... Uh, so I, uh, that, that clears that up about uh, Tweaky. Now, uh, if I could say um, one thing. Uh, oh, here's the thing. I also have uh, to take umbrage with uh, the porn theory they all were espousing. This idea... That we don't need to know the, that we, uh, they liked an older lady, but they don't need to know the background. I must be the outlier here. I need the background. I need, and maybe it's because I never had a stepmom, so I don't think it's gross. But if I'm watching a stepmom porn, I need to see the setup. Like, how is like is she? Is it a situation where she's like, "Oh, like your first boner, let me help you out." Like, I need the, I need the, like. Um, story. I need to think that's the stepmom. I that is great to me. I'm very on board with that. Because otherwise, that I'm not watching stepmom porn. I'm just watching porn. You know, like this. So this idea that who needs that? I need that, Anthony. I need that, Greg. I need that, Jim. Don't take this away from me. Those are that's what I like. I like to know the background. That's why I don't like. You know, the porn industry has shifted so heavily east to Eastern European. I don't like that because I don't know what they're saying. I got to know what's going on here. I got to know what what's the story? What's happening? Are you guys really in love? I mean, they're never probably never really in love, but you know, you you, you know what I mean? I got to uh that being said, still taking uh got some few applications came in. It's mostly people who are if we're traveling through their area. So this is great. The threesome applications are rolling in. Again, send those to Airbud E Y R E B U D uh my uh, girlfriend is beautiful. Uh, you can talk to her. You can just have sex with her if you want, if you're a woman. Uh, I-, I would say you could if you're a man, but she's not into that. Um, so, I mean, she's into it with me, but she doesn't want to do that. I shouldn't have fucking said that. I don't think she listens. Uh Anyway, uh, also, the other thing is me and Twos used to, when we first moved here, we, we ran a show together at the Creek called Chest Hair. 
Which Nori Davis, if you know Nori Davis, I mean, I've known Nori 10 years now. He still calls me chest hair. And I don't know if it's because he doesn't know my name or because he just likes that. But from that show, he called, hey, chest hair. Uh, but we ran a show called Chest Hair and uh, we weren't the best promoters in the world. And it was a fun show. Uh, me and Jim had good banter, uh, but one time we would co-host, and w- one time uh, this like weird guy like shows up with this parka in the back of the room. Uh, there's four, four, maybe five people in the audience, and uh, and I don't know if I said this. The show was at the Creek in the Cave, and uh, and. So I'm like, oh, let me go talk to this guy. Tell him he could sit down. And I go back to the back of the room. It's dark in the back of the room. And it was Louie. It was Louis C.K. This was, you know, seven, eight years ago. And uh, I go, uh, uh, hey, man, uh, you, you, want, you want to go up? And he was like, ah, it's a little light. And then he left and never came back to the creek. So me and Jim's lack of... Uh, me and Jim's lack of... Uh, uh promotional capabilities may have ruined uh the creek for Louie forever but now they look like the good guys so we did him a favor i'd say uh but yeah he he was not interested in performing for four people um now uh greg's theory which i find interesting this idea that no one can get faster uh no one can get faster i think he was missing the like endurance factor of jim's running because i'm i run in the same way jim runs it's like of course you can get faster like a sprinter gets faster uh but not even that an endurance runner of course you can get faster first of all just by losing weight you get faster there's something like one pound equals like two seconds a mile or something like that but i mean by by running and improving your endurance of course you get faster uh that's why i'm gonna probably do a marathon again in the in the uh fall because I wasn't happy, even though I don't, I didn't like running a marathon. Uh, I was not happy with my uh, first marathon effort, where I trained to run a three forty-five, uh, and I was all set. All my all my training runs were good. I was on pace for a, pretty much an easy three forty-five. And now, when you run a marathon, they have pace groups. Like uh, there'll be a you know marathon experienced marathon runners who can run well faster than the pace they're heading the pace group for, and they hold a sign up while they're running that says, "This is the three forty five pace group. This is the three fifty pace group. This is the three forty pace group." So I'm running with a three forty five pace group, like at about the you know uh, quarter mile mark. All of a sudden, the three thirty pace group comes by. And they're just sort of inching by us. And I go, that's not that much faster. Why don't I run a 330? That's what I'll do. I'll run a 330. That'll be a great marathon. That's a fast marathon. 345, that's a decent marathon. You're looking at like nine minutes, miles. But 330, that's the marathon I want. So I go, I'm going with these 330 guys. And I did that for about 19 now about 20 miles and just fell apart i was trained to run with the 345 group that slight increase that 15 minute increase over 20 miles killed me i died i was i was 
basically fucked and then uh, about the 22 23 mile mark the 345 group just cruises right past me i ended up coming in at about 420 which you know is not a terrible marathon that still means you're running the whole time you're not it's not like one of these guys go i ran a marathon oh how long did it take eight hours well you just walked for a long time that's not running a marathon. So 420 is respectable, but I'd like to I'd like to at least run a sub four marathon in my life. So I'm thinking about doing it again in the fall. Uh, anyway, that I, I love Jim Twos. I love Greg. I love Anthony. I fucking miss those guys. I uh, can't wait to uh, get back the three of us together. I love all you guys. Uh, you can uh, follow us all on our social media. Let me know if you like these recaps, because uh, I don't know if anyone does. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there should be, I think there's a new Patreon app also maybe with Jim. I'm not sure. Maybe with just Greg and Anthony dropping tomorrow, and I'll recap that. And it should have something up uh, by this weekend. But uh, you guys are the best, man. Take care. Brendan, out.